I uh, I went to a chuka over the weekend. Yeah. Well, I went camping, but I a went chukka. near uh, near a e, chuka. E chuka. Uh, electronic chuka. Good. You um, got there before I did. Um, e lie. Electronic lies. <laughs> <laughs> that's Reggie, what that movie was about the book of yeah, Eli that's a Reggie Watts joke for you ah fair enough can't take credit um, no it's fine we'll just bleep his name um, nah he's good yeah, he's alright um, but yeah uh, when camping up that way it's, it's decent you should come camping with us sometime man. It's yes, yes I always mean to but I think the last two or three times it's been like fuck I'm doing something else that weekend yeah. it's, always, it's always it's always quite heckers and mm. quite boozy and quite fiery mm. it's good times good time for a stout perhaps Folks, welcome to another episode of Hey Brew, the podcast about the kind of stories you tell in the pub. Uh, we're going to be doing that with a beer. Each week, one of us brings said beer and an often tangentially but sometimes quite related story. My name is Elliot. My name is Mike. Mike, we've had two back-to-back episodes of cold and wet and windy and dying in snow. And the yes. weather has taken a decidedly cold, wet, windy, dying in the rain turn. Yes. Are you going to literally bring me sunshine today? Uh, I don't know about sunshine, but I'm certainly breaking the streak of talking about people dying in the snow. <laughs> Thank Christ. So we're not we're not covering the uh, Andes airline disaster or anything like that? No. <laughs> You're no. like, oh, scrolling through. <laughs> the thought did cross my mind to, to like set up the, the fake out and then do another one. But also it just, it gets sad after a while. It would have been funny. And us. then we would have been sad. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, also just for us. Yeah, yeah, no. And, and our two listeners, it turns out. Yes. Um, <laughs> no, I've got something a little bit different, but that's getting a little bit of a hit ahead of oh, ourselves. Oh, it is. I just, I just wanted to put it out there that yes. I, that I was chilly. Yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, we got a heat fix today. Yeah, sweet. It, it stopped responding this morning, and turns out Consumer Affairs Victoria would tell you that heating classes an urgent repair. So we got that fixed today. Banging. Yeah, and now it works again, which is great. <laughs> Because it was fucking freezing while I was here trying to work today. Yeah, I can imagine. That yeah. would have been bollocks. Yeah. Yeah, big time. Yeah. Um, well, uh, Mike, aside from your home repairs news, yes. Um, do you have any beer consumption? Cons- consumption? Thank you. Yes. Beer consumption news? Yes, that one. Yeah, good. Um, <laughs> yes, I had one last night while I was you know, writing this up for, for today. I was like, I need to get myself in the right headspace. I need a beer. But it's also been cold. So I opted for a darker beer. Mm. One that I think you might have also ordered recently. Mm. Um, the new Garage Project Trillium collaboration. Oh, the... Uh, the big... Um, one. No, the Almond, Almond Crunch. One. Yeah. The king size Almond Crunch. So I haven't opened it yet. Okay. You're in for a good time. I'll oh, tell you yeah. that much. So I'm not going to spoil it too much, but it is just this really nice kind of nutty, chocolatey stout. It's, I think, like 9%. So it's not... It's fairly casual for it's, an imperial style. Yeah, it's, it's not too big. Yeah. Um, but I did open that at about 8 p.m. and I didn't finish it till maybe 11 because I was just like sipping away at it while I was doing all the work for this. Like I, I got lost in writing and stuff, but also yeah. it was like, it, was, it, it wasn't it was work to drink it, but it also certainly is not a quick drinking beer. Yeah, you're not going to slam that down. But it's also, it's a big big boy can. Oh, it is, isn't it? Yeah. So it, it, it would be the perfect thing to split or... Drink yourself if you're feeling indulgent. Yeah. Audio listeners, which is all of you. Yes. Mike's saying it's a perfect one to split. I'm just shaking my head yeah, sadly. Yeah. It was like anytime they bring out a version garage project of the um, Surrender to the Void. Mm. Like they've done three of those now. Yeah. But those are incredibly decadent. And I 
love just opening one of those for the evening and then that gets me all the way to buzzed and then asleep yeah it's a, a it's, it's, a, a, it's a, a good time fun, yeah it's a fun ride yeah it's fair play <laughs> um but yeah that's that's pretty much it i've been i don't know i've been busy still finalizing house moving stuff so not a lot of time for drinking new beers i've been just working my way through stuff i already had to be honest yeah, fair. which we've talked about before fair enough yeah um i only have one beer story which is not a bad one mm. um the the folks at garage project i ordered those beers Uh, yes and they sent me someone else's package um and i was torn between keep the package keep the package keep the package and don't deprive someone of their limited edition beers elliot that's kind of mean yeah and also also, i didn't get mine yeah (laughs) so i dropped them a message and they were like okay well can we come pick it up i said yeah so i'm in hawthorne they're like well can we come pick it up in say half an hour <laughs> wow said, oh, yeah no okay. worries i didn't know this part of the story yeah um and then a man called elliot turned up you're kidding yeah no serious did you have the whole <laughs> we, did, we, did, we did pointing at himself yes yeah. <laughs> did do kind of ah, ah. good um, name huh yeah i like when i see people on facebook called elliot to just say shit name um <laughs> and then nothing else <laughs> good. um but yeah, so he he's like, hey, um, thanks for very much for this. Like, this is a bit of a mix-up. Um, here's your beers, and we've included something in there a bit special. I was like, cool. He's like, that beer hasn't come out yet. Oh, yes. So I haven't tried it yet, but if I go home tonight, I think I'll be the first person in the world to try it. And maybe Kiwis do who might pick it up from the factory. Yeah, because you, you showed me what it was, and then I saw on it the... It dropped this morning. Yeah, like you can order it as of today. Yeah. So if if, if, they're, if they were selling on-site in New Zealand, yeah, I won't be the first in the world, but I will be the first in Australia. Yeah, that'd be, that'd be pretty nice. Very excited yeah. about it. So big thank you to Garage Project for that and for sorting me out, because... Mm. They were very efficient. Yeah. And very friendly about it in a very New Zealand fashion. Yeah. Yeah. They're good like that. Yeah. Good, good, good people. The Kiwis. Yeah. I would collaborate with them again. Yes. Good brews too. Mm. Yeah. Quite <laughs> so. Um, otherwise, not a whole bunch. Yeah. Like, went to Echuca. Didn't even go to a brewery. Did have some Tuberac beer though, though. Okay. That's pretty good. Are there, bre- are there nice. breweries now at Echuca? Um, I don't even know. I don't even know there. which direction Echuca is in. Up up yep it's in the sky yep all right how did you get there heaven, baby <laughs> um yeah it's something something north it's okay. up, um a bit north of shep right the border okay. okay it's on the murray good mm. good as yep <laughs> um not helpful i'm nope. not from here <laughs> neither am i i know but though i had just been there yeah um no 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 so, so it's yeah I, I think there's a brewery in town there's definitely uh, a distillery okay and you should go it's uh this is not me being an advert for a juke but it's a very much a tourist place so it's okay. nice cafes restaurants bars and stuff all the way down the main street and gift shops and yeah, like yeah kind of drive through town sort of thing yeah, yeah there's there's a um there was like a camping shop that specialized in barbecues so i was just looking at smokers and rubs and oh, no. liquid smoke and stuff and just drooling and trying not to die yeah liquid um, smoke sounds like you were looking at vapes <laughs> uh, they 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 force smoke into water apparently, ah. and it creates like this smoky liquid mm. that you can put like drops of it in like meat that you're cooking to create a smoky flavor. Um, yeah, you it's good when you're making homemade hamburgers apparently. So you've never used it? No, 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 no. Uh, our camping chum Damien was telling me. So. Ah, camping chum, camping chum. I like that. <laughs> yeah, that I was just gonna from. let it slide, but. You just you went back to it. It tickled me. It tickled yeah. me. Camping chum. Um, but yeah, that's it. We drank a lot of beer, but there was nothing where I was like, um, must report back. Partly because I was quite drunk. Boat Rocker Stout, very nice. Okay, 
it's just a good time. Good to know. Yeah. yeah. All right. See it. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Speaking of beer. Yes. You've got one for us. I, I do. Mean, I'm going to sit back. Sorry. This is very inside baseball. We've got a bit of a weird setup. But Again. I'm sat right on the end of your sofa. Yes, you are. I'm going to sit slightly back. because I can, I can maybe slide that closer so you've got a bit more reach on the cable. It'd be easier to slide the sofa. I just can't be bothered. Fair. So let's All right. not. All right. Well. Alter. No. I was about to alternative. You can move the chair forward and you can come forward. But no, that's okay. Anyway, no. who cares? Look. Um, Mike. Beer. Give, give a beer for us. Yes, I do. Uh, it's from, I, th- I think we've featured them on the show before. I actually don't know. It would have been early. Yeah, but uh, your friend and mine, Three Ravens. They uh, are my friend. Up in in Thornbury. We've been there once or twice, I think. Yeah, and I was talking to someone. Were you there? I was talking to someone in the bar about Three Ravens, the barman. And he was like, oh, their good beer week stuff is going to be fantastic. Okay. Um, Because they're doing a new, I want to call it Into the Woods thing. Into the Woods was Stomping Ground, wasn't it? (sighs) Then it's called something like. Something else. Oh, out of the woods or something. Okay. It's a very okay. similar name because sure. I said the same thing to him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, and they've got these things, like the special beers they're doing for that. And I, and I just haven't really looked into it. But um, mm. yeah, I like okay. Three Ravens. You like yeah, Three Ravens? I do. They they make quality beers. They really um, do. They've got a pretty short core range of three beers, according to the website. Yeah. But a huge amount of just weird specialty stuff that they come out with every now and then. Yeah, yeah. That seems to be the um, case. And this is one of those. Uh, this is called Acid Original Sour Beer. Mm. Uh, I've not had it before. The I artwork. Think I have. The artwork is fairly psychedelic and bright colored. It's a bit out there. It is a bit. Um, but yeah, I I like the look of it. It's it's pretty rad. Uh, their, their tagline, of course, from the top of the can, keeping beer weird since 2003. So... Uh, let's see what it's about. Yeah, man, do it, do it up. I'm gonna put the uh, just gonna holster this mic. Just gonna holster this mic. Mic. Yep. Yep. Uh, I'm gonna do the same. Ooh. That was insanely loud. <laughs> yeah. I can smell it from here. Yeah, yeah. I was, what I was going to say is like the aggressive pour sounds great, but is a terrible pour. No, I know. Apparently, no. you're meant to get good head on it. I mean, I don't yes, know. For a sour I think beer. that's maybe a little much. I don't yeah, know. maybe. I don't but know. a sour settles out. Yes, um, it does. And and I would add that I, the the scent from it is is pretty strong as a result. Yes, it is. Holy shit, um, man! What is that? What is that smell? I'm trying to pick it. Sourness. Yeah, it's kind of just like a vague. It is just just it just smells smell, doesn't it? Let's <laughs> see. They list any particular fruit I should be getting notes of, <laughs> without sounding like too much of a wanker. They literally, it's literally like the least descriptive thing I've ever read. Yeah. Celebrate good times and great people with this easy drinking, first squelching number. A refreshing acidity and bright tropical flavor makes this summery beer infinitely crushable. Ingredients: water, barley, yep. wheat. Hops, yep. yeast, bacteria, natural flavors. They say what those natural flavors are. <laughs> May contain traces of dairy. Oh. They use lactose um, quite regularly well, to I'll, sour beers. I'll tell you, it is quite light, quite, what they say, crushable? Yes. Yeah. They said it's, it's easy drinking, thirst squelching number. Yes. It does, it does squelch my thirst. Um, I don't know if I love or hate it. No. Uh, I guess... Behind the scenes, I had just finished uh, a, a run when Elliot turned up. So this right after a run, oh. quite good. Yeah, I can imagine. Um, 
I haven't finished a run, but it is quite good. But that sour has took me slightly by surprise, despite me knowing it's a sour beer. Yeah. And I pulled all of the, you oh did. my God, that sour faces, which I feel really stupid about, but I'm glad there's not a camera. <laughs> like a toddler who just discovered a lemon. Y- yeah. Like, you know, when you see that, you know, those, those, the little gifts of like dogs licking limes yes. and they freak the out. Wait, I can say fuck. Yeah, you can say fuck. Yeah. Like, fucking freak the fuck out, fucks. Anyway. Um, <laughs> Yeah, it was like that. I yeah. mean, it is nice. It, it is very refreshing. It doesn't quite taste as sour as it smells. No, because it really smells. It smells almost metallic. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's not unpleasant. It's just quite a strong sour smell. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And they've just gone for the word tropical flavor. Yeah, it's vague. Um, it is nice though. Yeah, that is yeah. that is tasty. Yeah. No, I'm in, I'm enjoying it. I'm just I'm perplexed by what sort of fruit I'm supposed to because usually there's something tropical. Yeah. It's like tropical juice is what, like, oh, I'm trying to remember my juice flavors now. I don't know. <laughs> we all learned them at school alongside the times tables. Yes. <laughs> you got orange, orange and mango, tropical. You've got breakfast juice. Grapefruit. Sure. Tropicana ruby grapefruit. Good. I'll take it. <laughs> Wait, it's called ruby breakfast. Elliot, you fucking. Mm. Um, but yeah, it's, it's a little bizarre to describe because... Often with sour beers, you can go like, oh, yeah, it tastes close to this fruit. But this is just like generic yeah. sour flavor number three. We've been spoiled <laughs> with the descriptions by things like Stomping Ground, where they've been like, this is a mango smash. Yeah. I don't think they've done that one, but, you know, watermelon yeah. smash. But even then, like even tasting it and trying to like put my finger on a fruit that it's. Yeah, me. I can't get I'm it. Not, I'm not getting it. No, but but what it is, is very nice, very yeah. competent sour. It's yeah. really cutting through um, yeah. my teeth yeah because i haven't got anything i'm talking yeah. about um it is there's not a lot to say about it otherwise yeah. it's just other than it's just really pretty tasty yeah yeah it's, it's not super strong or anything i mean most sours tend not to be but yeah it's one standard um I, Easy could, as. I, I know it's the wrong time of year to, to be drinking this because if this was a hot day look it does say like super summary or yeah, something yeah like. yeah yeah if, if this if this was like the middle of summer the four pack i bought of this would have already disappeared in oh, about yeah. 20 minutes <laughs> Oh, I can, one can only imagine. It's just hitting the spot. Yeah, absolutely. Sorry, I'm just, just transitioning to your floor. Oh, I like it. Let's shuffle the table. Give you some legroom. Oh, that's even better. Yeah, that'll, that'll work. This, this, this and now is, this is... This is podcasting. This is pod racing. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> this is podcasting. Come on. Christ, I saw someone on a train station yesterday reading a Star Wars spin-off novel. Um, Those are banned. Uh, and the subject of the novel was Padme Amidala, of all of the souls put in the holes. And this person looked about 18. Okay. Um, Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, let's not go down that hole. Yeah. I don't know what she was thinking. Hmm. Do you want to... Any more thoughts on the beer? Let's keep... Nah. It's, I'm, no? just, I'm just, just enjoying it. It's, okay. it's very tasty. And it, well. I think it's going to go down quite well well you keep enjoying that and i'll in my nice relaxed repose that yes I'm, now. I'm i'm quite i'm quite comfortable too this is this is a very relaxed setup compared to what we are used to this is this isn't like the most professional podcasting setup but you know gives a fuck. no one no one else is seeing this i know <laughs> for a fact that um henry zabrowski from the last podcast on the left hand last podcast network often used to um do it in like a cupboard when he was working in LA and they yes. were in New York. So he'd sit in a cupboard and then because it's really hot sitting in a cupboard in LA, he'd just be like shirtless. Yeah. Just like slapping his yeah. titties and my and podcasting. <laughs> so 
I am okay with this. Yeah, we're maybe two steps along that journey. <laughs> There's only three steps, people. I'm just about to start slapping myself. Line up that cupboard. <laughs> Interesting. All right, why don't you give us the stuff? Yes, let's get into it. Uh, so yes, as I as I said at the, the beginning of the show, uh, I'm finally ending my trend. It was it wasn't intentional uh, of telling stories of people dying in horrific circumstances. Um, it might make a comeback. Oh, believe me, it will because I find those stories pretty interesting, especially when it's like someone has very clearly fucked up and they're the reason for it. Those are always somewhat morbidly entertaining. Yeah, um, but no, today I'm going to include some amount of misfortune in in today's story but it's just it's not the focus i guess um today we're talking about lysergic acid diethylamide or lsd better known as acid the namesake of this beer i do you know i i thought we were and i wanted to put it out there but i was like no because if he is i don't want to i don't want to spaff for him you know i'll let him do it yeah um should should we have some kind of disclaimer here i don't know if we've ever like explicitly talked about recreational drugs before um I don't think we have. No, look, I'm not, I'm not against folks taking drugs, um, but because that'd be awkward. Yeah, just do it safely. You know, like yeah. safe environment, people you know. You know, like most things in life, safe, sane, and consensual. That's it. Which is surprisingly prescient for what we're going to get into. Today. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah. Um, so a quick rundown on what LSD actually is before I get into some of its rather odd history. Um, we're not we're not going to have any chemistry lessons this time around. It's just going to be sort of a quick someone overview. Like, someone at home like got a pen and paper out like, oh, damn it. <laughs> Get out the fucking chemical equations and shit. No. Um, so it's a hallucinogenic, a hallucinogenic drug. Excuse me. It's a difficult word. Mike's microdosing. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm not going to go to that level of specificity. Um, yeah. Hallucinogenic drug well known for producing visual or auditory hallucinations for those who take it. Um, it does carry the potential for adverse psychological re- uh, reactions, which is mm-hmm. worth mentioning. Uh, so if you are inclined to try it at some point, make sure to do some research uh, since it can be particularly hairy if you have a family history with certain types of mental illness. Anxiety being a really big one. Yeah. Um, it can really make those sort of situations a lot worse um, in some pretty horrendous ways. Um, LSD has been around since 1938. Uh, a Swiss chemist by the name of Albert Hoffman uh, was working on lysergic acid derivatives. And while trying to create a respiratory and circulatory stimulant, he synthesized the LSD. You know, he's just kind of like fucking around trying to make some stuff and was like, okay, here's the thing. And then left it for five years. Oh. Yeah. He came back to it in uh, 1943. Um, He was sort of just, you know, reopening the book, I guess, on this thing that he made once. um, Made a fresh batch of LSD um, and accidentally ingested a small amount of it. And that's how we came to discover what LSD is and does. I, I love that story. Yeah. He described the ensuing experience as a, quote, not unpleasant intoxicated-like condition characterized by an extremely stimulated imagination, end quote, and that he perceived an uninterrupted stream of fantastic pictures, extraordinary shapes with intense kaleidoscopic play of cl- colors. Another another quote there from him describing the experience after the fact. So So... I, I was just um, going to say, imagine asking him how his day was when he got home. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> the walls are bleeding. Leave me alone, Margaret. So knowing that, I um, I have 
taken LSD in the past. Um, I was about to say, I wholeheartedly recommend it. That's not what this is about. <laughs> no. <laughs> Go out and get, no. Um, but I do know that you, d- in the process of creating what we consider to be like consumer LSD, mm. you dilute it quite heavily. If he synthesized this, it would have been pure form. Basically, yeah. And then he accidentally consumed some of it. Like yep. one can only imagine the intensity and level of yeah if i want a better word excitement well, I, that he experienced. I, think, I think he described it as basically wearing off after two hours so i, I don't it, he must have had a pretty tiny dose pretty then, yeah yeah it would have been like it accidentally like a drop got in his mouth or something yeah like, on his fingers or something yeah yeah got um, lab safety yeah i think um one of the main ways that i've i've seen because i've i've not tried it um that it's distributed is like soaked into blotter paper correct but it's LSD in solution. So yes. it is, yeah, as you say, diluted and then you soak it into paper. Yeah. And then you put a bit of that paper on your tongue. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Uh, yeah, I didn't actually see anything about specifically how much he had taken because how would he know it was an accident? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but it's yeah. just like, it was an accident. Wink. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, Albert, we can hear you saying wink. Yeah. <laughs> You're also winking with your toes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that is. Man, he's high. (laughs) Uh, LSD is basically illegal in most parts of the world, uh, probably because it's been listed as a Schedule One controlled substance by the UN since 1971. Yeah, the the controls on it are fully insane. Yeah, I think some places it was like you can get into serious legal trouble for like more than point zero zero one of a gram of it or some nonsense. It's Mm. fuck all. Prior to that, there had been some attempts in the 1950s and 60s to discover possible medicinal or clinical use for it, uh, oh, particularly no. in psychotherapy. Oh, okay. But nothing actually ever came of it. Like, they never found it all that effective for anything. Yeah, that's right. Um, there's some more recent efforts to kind of study it because, like, in, in clinical settings for certain experimentation, like, you can get approval for it. Yep. Um, I would imagine it's probably like a bit more work. <laughs> Um, but it, yeah, the, the, people are starting to sort of look at it again of like, yeah, with, with certain mental conditions, can it be useful in that, those settings? That's re- That's actually a really common thing in, 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 mm. um, the study of like recreational drugs now is mm. to find out if they've got clinical, uh, yeah. application yeah. and yeah, getting, getting approval for them is getting easier, mm. but things like, um, ketamine and uh, MDMA and stuff like yeah. that have been definitely looked at quite long term and amphetamines obviously are already an existing drug type for, yeah um a number of different things but um yeah that applications for those for dealing with mental health um yeah. issues ptsd is a really big yeah. one i have I, I did say actually with this um oregon of all places uh in hey our old friend february this year i think made it legal to uh have a small amount of lsd in your possession yeah um it's so it's 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 like as far as like you know, decriminalizing drugs like marijuana is definitely at the forefront. People are pretty set on that as mm-hmm. being like a pretty safe thing. Everything else is kind of like lagging behind that. Yeah. But people are starting to be like, oh, actually, it's fine. It's just like propaganda against it over decades is well, the well, problem. This, this is it because it's it is. <laughs> the war on drugs is bullshit. Well, yes, that is true. <laughs> Fucking Reagan. But I was going to say it's relatively and I think relatively is not really the right word. It is, for all intents and purposes, pretty safe. Mm. Like you say, some adverse mental effects can be had. Yeah, um, I think I think there's basically no documented cases of people overdosing on LSD. No, 
I remember reading about a chap who was dying and he was dying of cancer and he asked his wife as his like dying wish to mm. just inject him with like 12 milligrams. Right. So I can only imagine his last like few yeah. hours were like, Whew. yeah, but um, yeah, that, it, it, it's like marijuana in that it's, it's essentially the amount you would need to have to poison you yeah. would be insane. Yeah. You're more like if you're killed by a stack of it falling off a shelf. <laughs> yeah, probably. Um, but yeah, there, there was uh, another sort of uh, area of study, I guess, that a rather big thing that LSD was wrapped up in. And that's what I'm going to cover next. And that, <laughs> can I guess, is Project MK Ultra. Oh, I was just going to say, is it the Vietnam War? But it's close. It's so much worse. I forgot. Yeah. So MK Ultra was a bunch of experiments on humans carried out by the CIA. Uh, that honestly sound like some straight up conspiracy shit. Um, it, almost, well, yeah, but it's true. Well, the thing, the thing is, like, I remember for massively cool ultra. It really doesn't. Um, I actually looked up what MK Ultra stood for, um, and I'm now forgetting. I know that ultra was uh, denoting like the highest level of security classification, yeah. and MK. I think no, I can't remember. Anyway, I should have written it down. Um, Mary Kate. It's definitely not that. Ashley Olsen. Sister to Mary Jane. It's all about drugs, baby. (laughs) (laughs) Good. Go. Um, Yeah, so so some of these experiments were definitely illegal, um, and some even broke some big international laws, uh, not not just US ones. Um, So MKUltra started in 1953 and ran through to 1973. Christ. Uh, The goal was to try to find drugs that could be used during interrogations uh, to basically chemically brainwash people into confessions, a.k.a. a truth serum, uh, or even, uh, which is the more sort of popular understanding of MKUltra, was to try to use LSD for mind control purposes. Yeah, so because th- we've, we've spoken about MKUltra before. I don't know that we have. If we have, it's been very brief. Uh, what was the episode? It's one know. of mine. Um, because we talked about... Oh, it's superhumans. Uh, yeah. Super soldiers. Yeah. And they basically said like, oh, it's a truth serum. And then like one guy from the CIA was like, it's basically just we tried to do advanced torture techniques, but you can't say that because yeah. people frown upon that. Yeah, I think because there was some language in there about like L- LSD in certain settings, putting people into a state of like heightened suggestibility in a similar way to like hypnosis yeah. essentially. But d- d- no, <laughs> it's bullshit. Absolute nonsense. Um, it does make you take more risks. Yeah, sure. Um, one of the side effects is that you you perceive risks to be lower. Yeah. And I on LSD was stripping wires with a kitchen knife, not live wires, Good. so I could rewire something to a battery. And then I was like, <laughs> I was like, wait a minute, Wikipedia said I'd do this. Yeah. Not this specifically, but <laughs> things of this nature. Let me yeah. go sit in the toilet. <laughs> Anyway, um, the bit where this gets particularly ethically questionable uh, is where the test subjects... Is at the beginning? Uh, yeah, but the test subjects they were using were basically all people from vulnerable groups, such as mental patients, prisoners, and drug addicts, and that they were doing so without, in a lot of cases, without establishing informed consent. Mm. So a lot of the people didn't know they were being given LSD or any of the purpose of any of this work. Uh, they were just kind of used. Wasn't... I don't know if you'll know, but MKUltra, I think, was an Alan Dulles project. Um, uh, his name did come up. Yeah. Um, the biggest piece of shit to have ever been a part of American life. Fantastic. <laughs> uh, 
Um, yeah, that, that last little bit about uh, not having informed consent is actually a violation of the Nuremberg Code. Oh, goody. A.K.A. the promises we made to each other after the Nazis to not be bad to each other anymore. Uh, and if all of that is a shock, then let me tell you, the Wikipedia page titled Human Rights Violations by the CIA is not a short one. <laughs> and this features in it quite heavily. Do you remember when we all decided that Nazis were a bad thing and we'd stop acting like them? Yeah. Just for a moment. Yeah, and then all those people died and everybody came back and went, oh, that's a good idea. Yeah. Anyway. That, it didn't even take that long. There was no. Things like The human operation. race has about a 50-year memory. Well, like if that. <clears throat> Americans were just so scared of communism, they were input, they were um, <laughs> supporting and um, uh, inserting fascist governments across South America yeah. and even Europe. Hey, man, they need people to fight. Yep, they basically said, they, "Well, uh, Operation I think it's called Gladiolo." Basically, in, uh, put a crypto fascist government in power in Italy after the Second World War, mm. rather than let the communists get a foothold. Ah, uh, good. And not even the Russians, just Italian communists. <laughs> Fuck's sake. All right. This is like starting to venture into some angry, yeah. angry times. Angry, almost conspiracy theory stuff, or maybe real stuff. I, I don't know anymore. It is sadly very true. Yeah, no, it is. Um, so despite most of the records related to MK Ultra being destroyed in basically a post-Watergate panic... Um, <laughs> Yeah, we, we do know what we know about it nowadays thanks to some documents that did survive, uh, but they were just incorrectly stored somewhere they shouldn't have been. <laughs> they found them after the fact. It's someone's HR documents and they're like, yeah. hang on a second. It was basically just in a facility where those type of documents shouldn't have been. Fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> That's the CIA, Yes, folks. it is. Yes, it is. Um, now, there's, there's more to that particular story than I think we have time for sorry i've just had this amazing like thought of you know this place it's called like it's gonna go in your permanent record they're like they look into your permanent records like and it, it says here you were responsible for a thing called mk ultra can you tell us about that it's like a uh, seven-year-old being like i have uh, nothing to do with that i was i was in the rock band muse <laughs> they did a song called oh, MK Ultra. so bad <laughs> it, yeah I know someone out there who's going to really appreciate that joke. Yeah, the, the the overlap of people that find the CIA and Muse funny. No, it's it's the overlap <laughs> of people that listen to this podcast and also <laughs> like later Muse, yeah. or have at least heard later Muse albums. Yeah, yeah, you don't have to like it. There's just one of you, and I know you're listening. <laughs> and thank you. Um, <laughs> yeah, so so like. Yeah, that's scratching the surface on MK Ultra. There's tons more to that story, but I want to get away from that. I believe, <laughs> I believe, I think it was Mark Chapman, the yeah. guy who shot John Lennon, yeah, was part of the MK Ultra program. Okay, that might be true. Not, and not on the. I'm about to say good side, not on the CIA side. Mm. On oh, like the, a subject. Yes. Yeah. I believe so. There's someone like that yeah. who was in well, MKUltra. If that isn't the perfect like encapsulation of what Hebrew is, it's like, I'm, I'm pretty sure <laughs> this guy might have been a part of it. I thought you were say if that isn't the perfect segue, because now we're going to talk about the Beatles. No, not quite. Um, but no, I'm going to move on to uh, some things that sound less like conspiracy theories, but are just some urban legends about LSD, and I think they're kind of funny. <laughs> things that sound like acid 
bathing. <laughs> like a little bit like acid. It's got some of the same letters. Yeah. Assets. We're going to talk about financial security. <laughs> <laughs> Massive attack. They're yeah, a good band. They are really good. Um, so the first one I'll mention is the story of a babysitter putting the baby in the oven while high on LSD. <laughs> Stop me if you've heard this one before. Uh, <laughs> thanks, Mark Ronson. Yeah. Um, so this one started in the 60s, according to uh, bullshit story explainersnopes.com. <laughs> I thought that was his own website. No, no, bullshit no. story explainer. Yes. No. Um, but yeah, it was mainly a warning against leaving your kids with strangers coupled with the dangers of drug use and just like panic around the heightened use of LSD. This uh, reminds me of the Simpsons bit where like... I was... That's my next sentence. I'll leave you to it. Uh, yeah, this story gets a mention in the Simpsons episode, The Secret War of Lisa Simpson. Uh, there's an exhibit in a wax museum of a woman eating a sandwich with a baby in it. Uh, she's can, smoking reefer. Can you tell me what Chief Wiggum says? He's such a Simpsons nerd. Let's see if you get this. <laughs> I mean, I've got can, it here. Can you lead me in? Uh no, because like it's it basically just gives it away. It's not a big quote. Oh, uh, go on. Uh, that's right. She's got the munchies for a California cheeseburger. That's it. Fucking hell! So fuck. good. <laughs> oh, uh, um, yeah. So. It's important. It's a really funny image as well. It's, yeah, it's it's very good. Um, so yeah, there's there's uh. Where am I? So yeah, there there have unfortunately been cases. You have been microdosing, haven't you? Macrodosing, um, <laughs> just dosing. So, yeah. Um, so yeah, unfortunately, while there have been cases of things like this happening, i.e., the baby in the oven bit, um, from what I could find, none of them were actually attributable to any kind of drug use. It was just like, kind of, you know, very unstable individuals. Run of the mill child murder, you know. <laughs> My favorite. Sober, sober child murder. Oh, best kind. Yeah. Oh, you don't endanger someone when you're driving away from the crime. Mm. Anyway, the second uh, urban legend uh, is known as the Blue Star Tattoo Legend, uh, according to a number of websites, uh, including Snopes again. Um, to explain this, it's again worth noting, uh, like I said before, that LSD is often distributed as blotter paper, so mm-hmm. it's soaked into paper. Um and the whole blue star tattoo thing was, you imagine lick and stick temporary tattoos oh, being yeah. being given out at school, uh, and apparently people slipping LSD into those, so Bad. that children applying them would get high on LSD. Um, again, there have never been any cases of this actually happening. Th- that reminds me of um, you know how in America they're like oh they scan Halloween candy for yeah various ways yeah like it never happened no. It was just a rumor that went around in the 70s? Yeah. yeah. Um, the third and final one is maybe one you've heard before, um, but it's that of the man who believes he is a glass of orange juice after taking LSD. I have heard you have? this. Okay, <clears throat> good, because this one is pretty prevalent and entirely bullshit. That's really sad. Um, I mean, it's not because it's yeah. fucked, but it is quite funny. So yeah, this one also dates back to the 60s and basically goes like this. A man took LSD went insane and permanently thought he was a glass of orange juice from that day forward. Uh, He couldn't bend over, lie down, or move quickly, lest he be spilled. Other versions of the story feature him as a glass of milk or even a whole orange who is afraid of being peeled or juiced. Um, 
Yeah. So never happened. Shame. Yes. Yeah. It's um, a funny story. But yeah, so I I remember back in one of my early psychology classes at uni and there was this whole section on essentially like recreational drugs and what they do to the brain and psychological effects of that. And I think this one might also be based, this is just sort of my reading on some of the the way this is talked about, um, that this might be based on a misunderstanding of what's known as ego death, which, okay. um, you know, during this class, like they said, LSD can lead to instances of ego death, which is basically where you lose all concept of self-identity. Wild. Yeah. Um, and I think people hear that and they think it's a permanent state once it happens, but it is... I actually ended up looking into the LSD subreddit. It's a real thing where people just talk about their experiences. Mm. Um, and people are sort of explaining this misconception and saying that like, actually ego death is kind of the goal. Like you, it's, it's an experience that some people mm. who take LSD are trying okay. to achieve yeah. of, you know, that feeling of losing your sort of selfish ego and feeling more like just a part of this big collective unconscious and collective conscious and all that sort of stuff. And within, um, within uh like the zen practice and buddhism um that's viewed as like a step towards enlightenment a pretty important step yeah right um and it's perhaps better referred to as like ego loss because mm. it's it is a temporary state it's not like one and done it, you're death out is forever a, death is a poor name for it it is but it's 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 a pretty it's also a pretty difficult thing to describe without experiencing it like I, I was reading first-hand accounts of how it felt and even then i was like i have no frame of reference for yeah for this but i think language that, just doesn't cut it yeah i think that might be sort of where part of this comes from is people think oh ego death you forgot who you are you forgot you're a person yeah but that's not an accurate and, sort and of representation like maybe of it. just reinforces this whole myth but yeah but there's a great song called ego death by danny brown aesop rock and okay. bus driver it is yeah phenomenal yeah it is. I often put it on on a Friday night as I'm leaving work um, to okay. drive home because it is bassy. Good. Very yes. good. Um, but yeah, that's, I mean, that's all I had uh, written down for that's LSD rad. and Urban Legends and MK Ultra somehow. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's a wild time from what I hear. Um, I don't think I'm particularly interested in partaking, but if people are interested, I'm not going to say don't. I'm going to say be careful. I would suggest that you take a small amount Yes, um, like like anything new well, and like this. Yeah, and you wait, and you keep waiting. Yeah, and you don't take more until you are maybe two or three hours in. Yeah, because because I, I think I that was kind of the the numbers I saw is like it tends to not kicking for about half an hour and lasts for maybe two once it does. I, or, or or that it can last up to eighteen. I was gonna say I find I tend to find it lasts like nine to twelve hours. Yeah, but um, yeah, um, couple of things I do know about it mm. is that that chap who discovered it mm. he then rode his push bike home bicycle day yeah that did come up and i wasn't sure how to include it <laughs> so, so that's like the 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 sort of um international day of celebration of acid amongst people that take it yeah and they'll often take it on bicycle day and the hilarious thing for me is that bicycle day is the day before 420 <laughs> yeah so yes. if you're coming down you have a nice stoned ah, day the next day to take the edge right so off good <laughs> and, and one day, that will be what I will do. I'll book a three-day weekend or Ooh. something and just do bicycle you're, you're day. Just waiting for like the days to line up on a weekend. Yeah. yeah. Do bicycle day, do 420, and just have a very luxurious, very yes. snacky weekend. Yes. Um, California cheeseburgers for all. 
Oh dear, the best reason to have a baby. Um, no. <laughs> um, yeah, no. Um, I look. I, I. I would always suggest that they are a a thing that if you feel you want to experiment with, you do your research. Yes, and also trusted sources and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, take them with someone who's taken them before that you trust. Yeah, and um, and and fucking baby steps. Yes. Thankfully, yeah. it's, it's one of those drugs that you're not going to be like, I am an acid addict because it's just too much work. Yeah. Also, it, from from what I was reading, like it's it's not terribly habit or addiction nah, forming. It really isn't. Yeah. It's like um, DMT is apparently the same. Right. Because they're that is a, a very different end of the scale, which is that the hallucinations are, um, the, the experiences are so intense. Mm. You either have the most perfect trip or you have like the worst trip. Yeah. Thankfully, it's quite short. Um, and as a result, it either tends towards people being like, that sucked, I'm never doing that again. Yep. Or people being like, that was so perfect. I've yeah. got what I needed out yeah, of it. Yeah, there's... Um if you ever seen the YouTube channel Vsauce, you know the guy Michael. Vsauce, Michael. Yeah. You ever wonder what's the point? Yeah. Um, so he did at one point like a paid YouTube series called Mindfield. Yeah, right. There's a really good episode of that where he goes to the Amazon and does like one of the shaman-led ayahuasca ceremonies. I over like quite a few like days. To do that. It's really it's a really fascinating watch because he went down there with a guy who took like. Uh, brain measuring tools to measure his brain activity. Oh, sorry, like, I thought you meant like phrenology. You mean like no, like actual, uh, yeah, uh, like uh, uh, EEG. Thank you. Yes. Um, but yeah, so like before, during, after, and was doing like um, surveys with him to ask him like how he's feeling and all the stuff to kind of like actually gauge mm-hmm. what he was going through. Um, and it's it's a fascinating watch. It's only like I don't know thirty forty minutes. Um, but yeah, it, it was just like very honest about what it actually is, as opposed to like. You know the 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 tourist kind of stories and the yeah. sort of public perception of some of that stuff. Pretty interesting. Yeah, no, it's, it's worth a watch. Yeah, I mean, like fun. most of his stuff generally is, but um, that Minefield series is very much less of his like sort of high concept stuff, and it's more like here's a thing I'm going to try and convince you or show you. Yeah, that's pretty good. I um, I'd be I'd be up for that. I um, it's a long way to go. Yes. <laughs> Some hard work. Yeah. Um, I'm reminded of, um, there is a thing called Cabo or Cano or something like that. Yeah. Cava? No. no I, um, I forget exactly. Yeah. But it's um, tree frog venom. Oh, okay. And people put it on their skin as like a cleanse. Uh-huh. You just put a small amount on. And you basically just spend the next few hours sweating and vomiting. Oh, that sounds horrendous. It's really, yeah, really no. unfun. No. Carbo or something, maybe it's called. Yeah, okay. Um, I, th- I think I've heard of what you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't sound... It sounds like a bad time. Yeah. Like if I could just give myself alcohol poisoning any time of the day. Yeah. Ayahuasca sounds good. I th- there's, a, there's a great... Um, there's a great interview on YouTube, and, I, and I, I'm a little hazy on some of the details, mm. but I'm 90% certain it's Bertrand Russell. Okay. The famous philosopher when he's in his dotage he's like pretty old at this point mm. and these interviews with Bertrand Russell by the way are fucking hilarious I'll, I'll explain this one I'll probably tell the second one off air because it's quite irrelevant mm. um, and they ask him he, they, he takes something like peyote or something uh-huh. and they're talking to him and they're like um, so how do you, and this is all in black and white yeah and the person's interviewing is like so how do you feel now and he goes, 
Bear in mind, this guy's like 80. Well, it really all depends. <laughs> and depends on what? It depends what you mean by now. Oh, my God. <laughs> and it's amazing. Yeah. Just watching this ancient philosopher yeah. trip balls. Yeah, well, it's like a Aldous Huxley. Um, Doors of Perception. Yeah, well, he like wrote War of the Worlds first, right? Brave New World. Brave New World. Yeah. Like, quite different. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like he, he wrote a book called Doors of Perception, which was basically him like chronicling his drug use. Yeah. Yeah. In in a much more intellectually stimulating way than William S. Burroughs, where he just talked about fucking heroin constantly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he, he uh, Aldous Huxley, big fan of LSD, but I think a lot of it was also mescaline he was talking about. Mescaline was what? It's, uh, yeah. Wait, that is peyote. It's, it's all cactus juice. Yeah. Yeah. D- delicious cactus juice. Yeah. Which you can buy. Yeah. I, I, I will just quickly as well do the other Bertram Russell thing because it's quite a funny thing yeah, to end on. Done. And then we'll hit the bump. All right. Uh, we can hit the bump beforehand if you want. I can hey. finish on it. Okay. So, so Bertram Russell was talking about, he's like, I like to smoke. I like to smoke a pipe. And a lot of people tell me it's very dangerous for me. But I actually really enjoy smoking. And strangely, I owe my life to smoking. You see, many years ago, I was traveling in a plane. And they said, would you like to sit in the smoking section or the non-smoking section? And I said, I should sit in the smoking section, else I should die. I should never manage. And that is at the front of the plane. And we were flying over a Norwegian fjord. And... In the storm, the plane crashed. And everybody in the non-smoking section drowned. So as I say, I rather owe my life to smoking. <laughs> and the way he delivers it is just how I deliver it their way. It's just like really blasé about the death yeah. of tens of people yeah. in a plane accident. He's like, well, I got to with it. Yeah. <laughs> See my pipe. Yes. It's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Bertrand Russell interviews on YouTube, people. Go look them up there. Yeah. He's I'm, such I'm like, an unusual cat. Yeah. That's rad. <laughs> Funny ass. <laughs> hmm. Uh, so, yeah. Without incriminating yourself, are there any drugs you'd be interested in trying? Um, Not really. Like, you know, I've tried, mar- I've done marijuana a few times. And that's Mar- marijuana. Marijuana. Um, and that's that's kind of about all I have an actual interest in ever doing. Yeah. Right, boy. Like, mm. honestly, alcohol's enough for me. Plus that every now and then. It'd be great yeah. if we ended it on like, yeah, um, you know, I did spike both of these with acid. Yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> and I'm about to go get in a K-hole. So I'll see you later. Uh, one of my favorite tweets of all time. <laughs> Feeling strange, Mr. Bond? I put vaccines in your martini. You have autism now. <laughs> Fuck. No, don't. <laughs> fuck oh I just watched like an hour and a half thing like prove like going back on the history of all of that like on the history of all that and basically saying like the entire anti-vax movement is the fault of two people Jenny McCarthy and Dr. Wakefield Wakefield and actually someone else not McCarthy oh uh, it's not um... if, you, if you know the name I'll be impressed the dude's like 80 Wakefield's been struck off, and the other guy's name... Some American dude. I'm forgetting it. It's uh, like a... Del like Tree... Big Tree. No, no. Oh, no. It's, it's a name that starts with F. It's German-sounding. I forget the name. But anyway. Oh, Fadolf. 
No. <laughs> um, but yeah, Andrew Wakefield and this other guy, fuck them. Yeah. Anyway. Let's not talk about anti-vaccine anymore. No, it's bad. Go get vaccines. Too get fucked. fucked. <laughs> that, that's how it works. You get vaccines, then you get laid. Because everybody likes you when you're vaxxed. That's like that um, movement a little while ago. Don't actually fuck the police. <laughs> <laughs> big fan I mean yeah I think that's better than blue ball the police <laughs> the thin blue ball line blue balls matter <laughs> no <laughs> oh no I don't know how I feel about any of the things that just happened ah <sighs> uh, yes Ugh. a cab all cops are blue balled a <laughs> cab all cops are virgins <laughs> Not that there's anything wrong with being a virgin, but you know that cops would hate that, so fuck Yeah, them. they would. <laughs> fucking bootlicking cocksuckers. Um, <laughs> not that there's anything wrong with sucking cocks, but what cops would hate that too. What is wrong with this episode? Let's get out of here. I don't know, quite a bit. Um, yeah. Do you want to finish it up then? Okay. Yeah, we're done. Let's um, get out of here. This beer was good. It was quite delicious. Um, this has been an episode of Hey Brew. If you enjoyed any of what you heard, you can find us on all of your socials at Hey Brew Podcast. That's Twitter, Instagram, Facebook at Hey Brew Podcast. Mike, if they want to get in touch, how could they do that? Well, if if those aren't enough, you can email us. At the, <laughs> that's not that's not enough for you peasants. <laughs> well, if you want to send us something more long form, I imagine you don't want to do that in a Facebook comment section. I certainly wouldn't. Uh, I've seen some Facebook. It's not like YouTube comments, but it's pretty close. Yeah, no, you're right. Anyway, if you'd like to do it in a way that other people can't see you and ridicule you for the dumb shit you said, uh, you can email us privately. <laughs> you can use our Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> uh, hello at Zone. You can send your, your thoughts there and we may or may not disclose them depending on how stupid they are. If you send us any anti-vax shit, we will absolutely disclose name gonna, and shame. I'm going to roast you so hard. Oh my if you God. Don't I'll get you on the idea. podcast to roast you. No, I won't. Don't give them a platform. It's not a platform if you make them look like an absolute twat. Yeah, you're right. Um, but there is also the website, heybrew.zone, which has links to all of the above, as well as links to uh, podcast services you can find us on. And those podcast services you can find us on. If you can leave a review, uh, especially if it's five-star, that is greatly appreciated. If it's any less, um, go fuck yourself. No, um, just leave no, a like nice that. review. I like that. Put your foot down. <laughs> five stars or bust. <laughs> that's it. You're either in or you're out. Yeah. Um, well, to be honest, like we are a very specific thing. You either like this or you stopped listening a while ago. <laughs> you either like this or don't date us. Yeah. Yeah. This is a precursor conversation to something that happened earlier, but also an accurate representation of our listener base. Hey, man. We got, we got a few. We got a and, few out there. and those Estonians that apparently listen to us. Yeah, we got a few more than that. Yeah. Hooray. Yeah. Um, you can tell one of us looks at the numbers. <laughs> I sometimes do. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, this has been an episode. Um, yep. I am going to go lie down and have some visualizations. Mm. Uh, my name is Elliot. My name is Mike. Cheers. Cheers. Well, someone asked me the other week if I wanted some, and it's like $10 a tab, and I was like, well, I'll just get $50 worth then. And then he had a baby, so I've not really been able to go down and get it, because I feel a bit rude going down to get the acid and not this baby uh, seed. So you've got, you've got acid on lay-by is what you've got. <laughs> <laughs> oh, lay-away drugs are the worst kind of drugs. <laughs>